You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com. It's draft day, Isaac Harris. Draft day! Let's go. We finally, we here, we finally made it. Dang, man, we have been waiting for this day for too long. We've spent too much time and too much effort into these breakdowns, into life surrounding. I a few days ago, somebody asked me like, "You you excited for the draft?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm really excited, but I'm I'm honestly ready for it to be over." Seriously, like, I'm, we've been doing I'm tired draft of debating stuff since January. <laughs> yeah, like I I'm tired of debating these top dudes. I'm tired of like dissecting their lives. Like we've watched so much crap. I've watched so many so much synergy clips of all these dudes. Like I'm just. I'm just ready. Like, I'm just ready to. It's funny. Like if if you're in Dallas, go to the watch party on Canton Street that the Mavericks are hosting. They have some really cool plans and stuff, and they got this one big idea. Um, I don't think I can really say on the pod right now, but like they got this big idea that's going to be centered around whoever they draft. And I, I like I, it really went across my mind to them. Like, well, what if they traded that pick you know like what if they didn't even like draft some money <laughs> and like they have this whole big idea around this person and it was like and it made me think more I'm like, that would like even if we did get somebody like i know it's I'm crazy but like even if you did get something like Kawhi leonard or something all of this stuff went into like these prospects and dissecting them and debating them for so long and then you like you don't even like get one of them or something which you, you'd you know you'd want Kawhi in a thousand years before him, but it's just the concept of that. That well, like Memphis, they I mean they've been tanking the entire year ever since their guys went down. They've been you know working so hard to get they they had the second best odds in the lottery and all this stuff, and then now all of a sudden their pick has been being shopped all week. You know, all these guys yeah. have been doing all this work on the draft, and then like they're literally just shopping to not maybe not even have a pick in the first round. It's going to, yeah, I, we've talked about this yesterday, but I don't buy that at all. That their front office, it would take a special, it would take a special starter for them to do that trade. You know what I mean? Even Harrison Barnes doesn't do that for them. Like, no, I'm saying like it could be another team, but like it would take a special kind of starter for them to get to make that trade. Yeah. I mean, a high end starter, like for you to move completely out of this draft. Yeah. Like off no, the top of my head, I like think a Chris Middleton kind of guy that that could that could make it work for him. Like not an all star, but just like a good role player. I don't move completely out of this draft for Chris Middleton. But you're also moving off the contract, and Chris Middleton okay. works really great with that with that group. And then okay. now you have some cap I mean, space. I, yeah, I guess I am. I'm just saying yeah. it, it could be something like that. I think the trade down scenario is going to happen for them. Yeah. Like yeah, that, I think I think yeah. The the workouts, the how nobody has worked out for them. It seems like nobody wants to go there, which is kind of weird. Um yeah, cuz they're I not mean, Sacramento. 
but they not. have drafted really bad, like really, really bad. But it is Memphis, so <laughs> the city of Memphis. Oh, man, the city of Memphis. So, all right, here we go. Today we are going to do our final mock draft. Hopefully you guys are listening to this before the draft, and we're going to see how many of these we got right. So probably the day after the draft we'll go back and just see how many we got right just for the fun of it. Um I just did this off the top of my head, like as this is my gut reaction, who I feel like I didn't put, you know, a ton of thought into this. I wasn't like painstakingly looking over these guys. Uh, there's a chance I definitely missed somebody. And I did. I missed Mitchell Robinson <clears throat> earlier and I had to go put him back in. I was like, dang it, this ruins the whole <laughs> second and half. Some people think he's going to fall in the second round. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do today. A lot of draft stuff. And then at the end of the podcast, we will tell you who we feel will end up being a Dallas Maverick tonight. Who will be putting yeah. on the Dallas Mavs terrible looking draft hat? <laughs> They're so bad looking. All of the hats are terrible. They're not so just bad. Look at these weird pins. Like, are they pins like, or are they patches? I don't know. Are they, they built look, into the yeah. hat? It looks weird as heck. Can you though. remove them? <laughs> Can you remove them? I don't know. So let's talk about that. We'll get into our mock draft, Isaac, right after this. Okay, the NBA draft is tonight. You can watch it on ESPN. It is at 6 o'clock Central Time. So set your watches accordingly. Set your clocks accordingly. Watch it. It's I oh, I love watching the draft. I just It's a great event. You just love, like, Woj is going to be on, on the ESPN. Like, now that they brought in Woj, it's pretty awesome because now you have all the stuff that matters all in one kind of broadcast. <laughs> and I think, didn't they agree that they're not going to tip the picks? It, this is what I was I was going to ask you this today. So everyone pretty much agreed except for except for Mark Stein and like like the New York Times. That was like the only outlet that didn't agree to not tip the picks before they happen, which I think is great. I think the tipping picks thing is so dumb. You and I last year at the draft spent so much time with our phones literally face down because we didn't want to see the picks beforehand. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The draft in, was more enjoyable to watch for me before we got into this business. Um, I enjoy watching at home. I enjoy all this stuff. Now we watch it at American Airlines Center, all the media people there because Donnie and them talk, talk to us right after the pick. And we're like watching up on these TVs. The, sometimes the volumes weird stuff. So yeah, like we had our phones last year and like, all right, let's agree. Don't say anything. Yeah, and then like yeah. something happened like, Oh, I saw something. <laughs> We're just going to leave it there. Like, we'll see. And it was just, yeah. But that's cool. I love seeing the TV stuff. I love the suspense and until they actually announce the name. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's super awesome event. And it is, it is kind of dumb if you think about it. We're just all sitting around waiting all this anticipation for a list of 30, 30 to 60 names in what order they go in. Yeah. <laughs> We're, all just, We're all just waiting for a list, but it's awesome. So let's get into our mock draft, Isaac. Uh, this is who. This is what we think will happen on draft night. So this is what we think these teams will tri- will take. This is not exactly who we think they should take, but who we think they will actually take. So we each did a separate one. Isaac, our first pick, I think, is both DeAndre Ayton. I don't know. Yeah, DeAndre. <laughs> uh, number two for Sacramento, I have Marvin Bagley. I do too, and I know there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Like, hey, they could be debating on both of them, and they very well could, and they should. Um, But just that (laughs) – well, yeah, they shouldn't be debating. It should just be Luka. But just the whole concept of 
hardly anybody wanted to go there to do their medicals, workout, or anything. And that Bagley wants to be picked there, went there, put on their jersey, did their workout, gave the medicals, hung out with Fox and Harry Giles and them, and just like it's all about wanting to be a Sacramento King. If I'm them and I'm looking at some of these top guys and there's not a lot separating them, that means a lot to me. So, yeah, I mean, if they took Luca, I would, yeah, we'd be like, wow, smart choice. Like, that would be a very, very smart choice. But just based off what we're seeing on Twitter and, like, like you know, all these different reports, it looks like Bagley's going to go, too. Yeah, then Atlanta, number three, I have Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh, I have Luca. Okay. Uh, it's. I think I think somebody trades up, but I also think somebody trades up. I feel like Dallas is just waiting for that. They're waiting for the Sacramento pick. As soon as the Sacramento pick is in and it's Bagley or anyone other than Luka Doncic, I think the the Mavericks immediately go to Atlanta and they just try all the different scenarios they've been working out. I think they have a trade ready for all three teams ahead of them. I think they have a trade ready for Sacramento. I think I have a trade ready for Atlanta. And I think I have a trade ready for Memphis. They're going to try every single one of them until one of them yeah. bites. Cause I think they really, 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 really want to get Luca. Um, that's and that. And that's what, that's what every team's doing right now. Like, yeah. Sacramento, um, Atlanta, Memphis, they're all sitting back. You know, the big talk tonight's been Memphis. We're recording this at literally midnight before the draft. Um, you know, the whole talk tonight's Memphis. There's seven teams waiting, you know, with offers, stuff like that. That Memphis set back with seven or seven plus offers saying, All right, we probably like some of these, but there's no reason to make a deal now. Let's just wait. You wait, you wait to see who's there, or you wait until it gets closer to the time. Teams start upping their offers and all this stuff. So yeah, yeah, it all depends. You're not going to do some of these deals, you know. If if Luca goes too, then you you probably not you a team might not give the same thing to move up for Bagley at three. Yeah. So we might like, not even see a trade if Luca goes too. Yeah, so that's the that's the thing, and Sacramento controls it all. If they say Bagley, it's all it's on then. It's it's all. <laughs> We're ready to we're ready to roll then at three and yeah we'll see what happens and I wanted to point this out too a lot of people have been saying well Dallas's only assets are you know their 2019 pick and maybe Dennis or you know Harrison Barnes is expiring of West and stuff them being at number five is an asset too the fact that they could trade with either Sacramento Atlanta and Memphis and they're only swapping and dropping down two three four Four slots. I think that's a huge asset too, because a lot of these teams still want to stay in in the, the top of the lottery. Uh, Atlanta definitely wants to. Sacramento, like all of them, I think want to stay in there. So that's that's an asset too. I think that we have kind of undersold. I mean, what what did it take for Boston? To, I mean, for Philly to move yeah. to one last year? Yeah, it was just it was the next year's. Uh, I think the it was Kings the, Sac- the, the yeah Sacramento Kings pick for next year. So it took one you know unprotected next year's pick to move up two spots and that was yeah, number so, one yeah so that's the thing of you know i was talking to a couple people today and i just threw out I'm like hey you know that 2019 pick you know how far do you have to protect it to where you give it up to move up two three spots and some of the people i was talking to is like i wouldn't do it if it's top five probably top 10 but I would do top, and I'm like, I would do it. Like, I would do top five protected. If you're guaranteeing oh, me yeah. Luka, Luka Doncic at three, and you're all, and it took a two, 2019 top five protected pick, I'm that big of a believer in Luka Doncic. So, and the team's gonna be better. 
It's going to be, yeah, going to be better. And, like, I mean, I like the draft at the top next year. When you get past, you know, whatever, there's going to be players come up. But still, like, I would do that for Luka for sure. But, yeah, if it's Atlanta at three, I have him taking Luka. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I just, I don't know. I feel like Luka has certain teams that he didn't want to go to, and I feel like for some reason Atlanta would be one of them. I have no knowledge or insight on that, but I just feel like if, if he's going to put Memphis and Sacramento on there, that Atlanta's going to be there too. Hmm. No knowledge or insight on it, but just just throwing that out there. So then, In my opinion, if I'm Luka, I'm saying I'm looking at the, the city of Atlanta, and that is a huge, um, massive, big American city, international presence, and you immediately become the face of the franchise that can be built around in that city. I would definitely prefer that over Sacramento and Memphis. Yeah. Memphis, like if you want like playoff exposure, but just the city of Memphis and they already got their stars, like you would be at the third wheel immediately. And I don't, we don't know like what type of how Luca's DNA is, but anyway, keep on going. We know he loves Fortnite. He wants a date with Jennifer Aniston. We know he loves cars. He loves his cars. Yes. <laughs> we know those things about Luka Doncic. Yes, that is true. So uh, all those things you can do in Dallas, by the way. I heard, he I heard, I heard Jen has a summer home here in Dallas. <laughs> Jen. Or a winter home. <laughs> he likes his tigers and cougars. <laughs> uh, number four, the Dallas Mavericks select Luka Doncic. You have them moving I'm up. Picking, I'm picking the trade. They're going to do the trade with Memphis. They're going to move up. Dallas is going to pick Luka. That's what I have. That's what I feel like it's going to How happen. are they going to move up? They're going to move up either with the 2019 pick. They take on Parsons or, you know, they do that trade or or they give them the 2019 pick Without Barnes. Trade. Yeah, they'll do Wes for Parsons plus the 2019 pick. I think they I – th- I just think Memphis can do better on the trade market. You're getting then. out of Parsons and you're getting an extra pick and you're only moving down one spot. That's just not, – it's not too much. For yeah. a lot of these other teams, they're going to have to give more because Memphis is going to be moving down. So Memphis still gets Michael Porter Jr. at five. Yeah, I think okay. I, I think that's enough. This is just my. I mean, I would I would do it. Yeah. Hard. Oh, I, I would, would do yeah, it. Yeah. I would do it. Also, for sure. I'm, just, I'm gonna. Sh- I'm just giving the listeners and the fans way too much hope so that everybody's disappointed with me tonight when it doesn't happen. Stop. No. Every- don't be sold on one player. I love I the people that are like, I totally am not listening to Isaac. I'm with you. I'm putting all my stock into Luca, and I'm ready to be. I'm ready for my heart to be broken tonight. <laughs> tweet me if you're ready for your heart to be broken tonight when the Mavs don't get Luca. Tweet me about it. Stop. If they get Jaron Jackson or Mo Bamba or something like heartbroken. No, heart c- come broken. on. No, I have my There's eyes a- set on just one man, and his name is <laughs> Lucado Doncic. Well, I I won't help. Uh, I won't help the heartbreak in, when we talk about some stuff in a little bit. Anyway, um, that's what I have. That's what I feel like is going to happen. Some some kind of Memphis trade is going to happen. So I didn't know trades were part of our mock draft stuff tonight. So I, I left Memphis there at four, uh, and I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say Wendell Carter Jr. Wow, it does seem to be the only guy that. That's the only guy they've worked out. I've heard that they love him. I've heard the coaching staff loves him. Like all that different stuff. Like I almost did that too. I think they trade out of it. So like I think they trade out of it and they have plenty of offers to move down probably to seven, eight or nine. But if somebody said made him stay there, there is significant um I don't want to say power, but weight into 
players not giving medicals and not working out for teams. It that worked for Dennis huge, last year. It's a huge deal. It's a very big risk for a franchise to take a player this high and not have any medical history on him or work him out or seen him or talk to him. Like it's just a lot that goes into that. So And what a yeah. slap in the face to not work out for a team and then for the team to just draft them anyway. You exactly. know, like, like Teams want to draft players that want to be there. They love that story of oh, he wanted to be with this team the whole time. They, you know, they love the like he was a fan of our team growing up and like stuff like that. They love those stupid like narrative stories that shouldn't matter but do for a team because yeah. team is more than just basketball like X's and O's. They have, you know, now they have what you work for. You you work for the dot com and it is you're basically like pumping out stories talking about their their players and kind of uh, I don't want to say like fantasizing but just like like pushing the positives of their players and their teams. Yeah. I mean, in part, that's why I prefer the organizational team route compared to like a national reporter writer type of role. I'm a more positive person in my DNA. I want to find positives in situations. I want to tell those type of stories. And that's why I I love working for the Mavericks compared to a, a money ball. (laughs) No, some like, you know, (laughs) Media, you know, that pa- can working come for the slim. paper, the paper. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you're um, you're not so saying that that's it's better coverage that way. You're saying you yourself are wired that way that you like that better. It's, it's not better coverage at all. Yeah, like I'm not in the breaking news. I, I mean, honestly, I can't do that now. But like yeah. breaking news, like trying to do all these random sources, and I, I'm not going to be the guy that's like Rick Carl sucks and like all this stuff. No. Like I want to I'm tell shine a positive. <laughs> I, I want to shine a light on that of like, hey, we have a fan base. No matter where we're at as a franchise, I want to be positive with that. And yeah, that's why I love working for an organization compared to something else like that. Yeah. So you have Wendell Carter going four. Who do you have going to the Dallas Mavericks? I'm going to guess it rhymes with no Ramba. Mo Bamba. <laughs> that that to me that feels like what it's going to end up being. Yeah, and it just gets to when it. Yeah, the off the court stuff. Dallas values high character so much. Yeah, and from Harrison Barnes, he is the highest character you can get. From to Dirk to you know, there's a lot of you know DK. They're uh, mental skills uh, guy that evaluates players in the pre-draft process and stuff. You know, he praised Dennis Smith Jr. last year, just how mature he was as a kid and just all this stuff. And, I mean, you can't hear the praise enough for Mo Bamba. And, yeah, I think I would take him. I think they would. I know it's kind of controversial because in this situation, I have Jaron Jackson still on the board and taking him over Jackson. That would ruffle uh, some people's feathers because – some people's all in on Jaron Jackson, but you know who you are. Um, but yeah, I haven't taken my bump. Yeah, no, and that that makes sense as as a what we think will happen, uh, not necessarily what we think should happen. I mean that that fits yeah. that fits the narrative why like better than Jaron Jackson, I think. Even though I think personally, a ba- basketball wise, I would be a mistake, but maybe not yeah. a big one. I mean, th- I think either of them would would flourish in Dallas' system, whether. Whereas uh, if either of them go to Orlando, which who is the, the team that is next, uh, I feel like it may not be the case. So with my scenario, with Luca going to Dallas at four with the trade, Memphis taking Michael Porter Jr., uh, and then Orlando going six and taking Mo Bamba. 
if okay. I have to if I have to go chalk, if I have to go no trade, I think Memphis takes Luca there. I think Dallas takes Mo Bamba, and I think uh, Orlando takes Michael Porter Jr. Ooh, Orlando taking Porter. Yeah. They let Gordon walk. No, you, you keep them together. You just gotta. You have to have somebody that can score. You just roll with Gordon Porter That's, and those Isaac. are your two guys you you focus on, and then Isaac. Yeah. Okay. Ease Isaac back okay. in. Because Isaac has has had his injuries, and now Porter's had his injuries. You ease them all back in. You get to evaluate <laughs> both of them. <laughs> you just had the medical hospital. In yeah, yeah. You just <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, then your team is still bad. You get another good pick. Yeah. Okay. The te- the upside of Porter. Well, that's just intriguing all along. Um, so you have Jaron Jackson uh, going to Orlando. I do not. You don't really. I have Shea Gilgis Alexander. Mark it down, Nick. I'm ha- I'm like having a hard time typing this. <laughs> I'm really- all in on him. I I honestly do. Yes, I do. Wow. Wow. I just think at some at some point, like you need a guard. You look at the roster and just everything with that, and you can't. What What does the Orlando front office love more than anything? Length. Length. So, I I I'm I've told you for a long time. I think he's the best point guard in this draft. If there's somebody between him and Kevin Knox, those two's like both of their draft stock has just skyrocketed over the past, like. Hey, Calipari wow. really screwed up with these two guys. <laughs> They're actually for better real. than we think they are. Yeah, I mean, for real. So, sign me up. That's wild. It's wild. I thought my trade was going to be the most surprising thing, and I did not expect a sh- uh, SGA <laughs> move into the top six of the draft. That being said, Isaac, we got to take a break. i got to collect my thoughts now. So, uh, so we'll get to <laughs> Chicago's pick right after this. All right, we're back. I've collected my thoughts. I've thought long and hard. It's still a crazy pick. I still don't understand it. I still, <laughs> still think it's nuts. Uh, Isaac has mocked uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander going to Orlando with the sixth pick. Not So the first point guard off the board is not Trey Young or Colin Sexton. It is SGA. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. All right. Believe it. Chicago, I have Wendell Carter going here. Uh, he just kind of falls to them, and I feel like that's uh, a decent fit next to Laurie Marketing. He he probably will go in this range, but I think Memphis will probably trade down to this range, seven, eight, or nine. Yeah. I like uh, your Memphis Wendell Carter at four because there's a report earlier today or yesterday about uh, Wendell Carter being really valued in that four to seven range. Yeah, I mean, some. I mean, I think Kevin O'Connor from the Ringer has him over Bagley, and like some people put him right there with Bamba and Jackson and that whole group. So those are the, those the, are the ca- same people that put Luca at eight. Those are the same people. The Ringer did not put the, him at eight. I know, but I'm talking about the, where they're getting the, that intel from. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, who do you have Chicago taking? Jaron Jackson. Okay, finally. Oh, that's. Oh. That's such a great team now. Jackson, <laughs> Jackson and Markinen. Oh. The thing with Jackson, you just got to remember is you whoever drafts Jackson, don't like it's going it's going to take time. Probably 2 to 3 years. So in 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 my opinion, I think Bamba contributes quicker than Jackson. But so like 
you might that's the only thing with Jackson is if he doesn't go like you might find a team that if they want to win now um yeah I mean yeah he could very well go to Orlando they're not gonna win now but something like Dallas it might sway him a little bit towards like a Bombo or somebody else if they don't think that he's gonna be ready in the next you know next year or so but anyway, yeah, I have Jackson at seven to Chicago, and Chicago right, would be fly, thrilled. We got to fly through the rest of these. So Cleveland, I have taken Trey Young. I think they just want a guy that's going to be able to replace the scoring, a guy that's going to put some butts in seats probably. <laughs> they take yeah. him at, at number eight. Who do you have? I have Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Porter Jr.'s off the board. I have uh, That back thing, I think it could scare some people on draft night. Yeah, I think so too. He, we could start to see him, him fall pretty far, especially he didn't give some of his medicals to to some teams, and then that's so. Then at that point, you're you're just completely taking out those teams. And so if you take yeah. out those teams, and then the teams that have your medicals, they don't like them. They you start to fall. That that creates a super fast fall because you're just like xing out all these teams for various reasons. Yeah, the Knicks. I have the Knicks taking Miles Bridges, Carmelo two point Ooh, I have them taking Bridges also, but Mikhail. Okay. That's who I think they should take, but I think they will go with Miles. I feel like that's such a Knicks pick. I um, will say this about the Knicks. I know a point guard has been like linked to him a lot. Colin Sexton would fit that like grind, Fizdale like, type of mold. But, 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 if they think that they have any shot at a Kyrie free agency or – yeah. Um, a star point guard in free agency, they might look for a wing right now and just leave that point guard a little bit open right now. But anyway, and apparently in like two years, they're going to have two max slots open and they would kind of want to, they kind of want to keep that open too. Yeah. That'd be wild. So Philadelphia, I have them taking Mikhail Bridges. The Philadelphia son comes home. You know, his Mikhail Bridges, mom works for the, what is it? The HR, like HR or something. Yeah. For the, yeah. For the Sixers. <laughs> that's just, that's just too perfect. Yeah. Too perfect. Um, I think that is a perfect fit, but in my scenario, Bridges is gone before then, so I have him taking Lonnie Walker. Super high on that guy. I love me some uh, Lonnie Walker. Charlotte number fourteen. I have, or uh, I'm sorry, not not fourteen. Charlotte number eleven. I have them taking Colin Sexton. Okay, yeah, and that's another name, man. We could see Kemba traded today. Yeah, so. Kemp, whether Kemba's traded or not, I think they they've wanted needed a backup point guard for so long. Kemba is eventually going to get traded, whether it's this year or even when he's a. I think he's going to be a free agent after this year, isn't he expiring? Or is it the year after? Could be. I can't. It's all running together now. But he's going to be gone pretty soon. I think at the end of his contract, I feel like they're not going to re-sign him. So yeah, uh, he'll be gone, and so they'll need a replacement. And Colin Sexton is it. Who do you have Charlotte taking? Kevin Knox. Okay. Both Kentucky guys off the board now for you. Both Kentucky guys off. <laughs> uh, I have Kevin Knox going next to the Clippers, and then I have them taking uh, Gilgis Alexander with that second pick. So they get they get both the Kentucky guys. That's the spot that, like, if Gilgis Alexander, if he's, like, promised anywhere, I feel like it could be the Clippers. But, like, he could yeah. get more att- – he's getting more attention in that top ten. Um, I have them taking uh, the first Clippers pick. I have them taking Trey Young. Oh, that's a nice pick. He's still on my board. I think he could fall. And then I have him taking Robert Williams. Okay. Wanting to replace DeAndre. Can't say his last name. (laughs) 
Even besides that, I mean, he's a good backup to DeAndre for a year, so, yeah. Denver, number 14. I have Denver taking Lonnie Walker. He slid all the way down, and I was like, all right, the boy going. That's a, that's the thing with these things of, like, okay, you have all these top guys, you know, whatever, 10, 15 dudes, and then you, like, if a couple of guys go up, like, it's almost inevitable. You have to – there's only so many spots. Like, some of these dudes are going to have to drop down a few spots, and it's going to shock some people, and they're like, oh, my gosh, how did so-and-so drop? Well, okay, well – in the same breath, you just said ten minutes ago that this person should go here, this person here. Yeah, well, these guys are rising. Drives. There's only, yeah, there, yeah. There's only so many spots. So, so yeah. Um, but you had Lonnie. I think Lonnie Walker would be great in Denver. I still have Miles Bridges on the board, so I have Miles Bridges. Oh yeah, you do. Miles Bridges going to Denver. That's a nice pickup for. That's a really nice pickup for them. Yeah, that's I would really love nice. That yeah. yeah, they would love that so much. Okay, number. Uh, 15 pick, Washington Wizards. I have Robert Williams still on the board. That is a perfect pick, I think, for them as well. Yeah. They are probably just crossing their fingers, hoping Robert Williams lasts still 15. Um, yeah, if they want John Wall take... to be happy, then they, they pick Robert Williams. <laughs> I have them taken. Uh, they finally get a backup point guard, and they just take best player available, Colin Sexton. Ooh. Put some fire under John Wall's rear. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Phoenix, their second pick in this draft. Uh, Zaire Smith is kind of the best player available. I have That's who I have them taking. Okay. I have Smith dropping just a little bit, but I'm taking Jerome Robinson. Oh, I have him going next to Milwaukee. Okay. It's interesting with Phoenix because in this air, in this range, there's all these two guards. It's like all these two guards, and like you already have your two guard of the future. But I think yeah. they want Devin to take some more of the point guard role, and so I think they could they could take a guy that's like an off ball kind of guy there as well. I think they move up before it's over. Like even if it's a few spots, I think they move up and try to get if one of those Trey Young, Colin Sexton, Gilgis Alexander falls into the like eleven to Sexton like, would be so great there. I yeah, I think they'll move up a couple spots to get one of them. But that'd just be such a great spot for him. Yeah, Milwaukee. I, like I just said, I have Jerome Robinson going there to them. Uh, Rashad Vaughn did not work out, so they're trying again. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> I've been stuck on this pick for a couple weeks now. I have him taking Kevin Herter. Oh, super high on him. I am, and I think he would be an awesome fit in Milwaukee with Giannis and all of them. Yeah, sharpshooter extraordinaire. Yeah, like Clay Thompson. If you have like the drunk goggles on. That's what, that's going to be my thing. <laughs> you know how some people say like light or something like that? I'm going to be like drunk goggles, Clay Thompson. <laughs> Wait, are you wearing the drunk goggles or is Kevin Herter wearing the drunk goggles? No, like I am. The evaluator. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. San Antonio Spurs. Um, I made at 18. I had this pick and I almost put Elliot Kobo to them. And then I was like, that's just too perfect. That's too perfect of a pick. And that's I what like, I have. No, I'm going to, they, they already have their point guard, Neonte Murray. So I'm going to go Chandler Hutchinson. Oh, okay. He should fit. Yeah. I, I, we love Hutchinson. Um, yeah. And he would be like, you don't want to say quiet replacement, but kind of, but yeah, if they have to, and Kyle Anderson's going to be a free agent for them as well. Uh, <laughs> Let him walk. <laughs> The feud continues. The one-sided feud. <laughs> uh, so you have a Kobo going to San Antonio. 
I do, and I think him and uh, Murray can play together. Murray's like six six, so yeah. I think they can roll together. Yeah, that and is we know they they have a decent history with Frenchmen. So <laughs> Boris and Atlanta, French point guards. Atlanta with their second pick. Uh, I have them taking Aaron Holiday. That's a good pick. Got invited to the green room too. When you get around this <laughs> around this range, you have to kind of like look at the green room list. Like some of them don't. It, it's not exactly, but they don't last too much farther than, you know, what they, they gauge the market really well on who they yeah. invite. So yeah. Aaron holiday is one of the dudes. It's not like in the NFL where you have like, uh, LeVar, um, oh my oh gosh, Lord. Le, uh, Lamar, I'm sorry, LeVar, Lamar Jackson. Don't call I him I just LeVar saw Ball. a big baller brand tweet. I don't know why Stop I said it. LeVar. You can, you compare LeVar to Lamar one more time. <laughs> Don't talk Lamar about my Jackson, quarterback like that. Or you have like Lamar Jackson. Or remember Brady Quinn sat in the green room yeah. for like ever, and he just like kept falling. He was supposed to go two, and he just kept going. Uh, they it's not it they don't do that in the NBA. The guys that are it in was there destiny. Are... Lamar Jackson. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I have Aaron Holiday going there. Who do you have Atlanta taking? Uh, I haven't taken Zaire Smith. Oh oh yeah, still on the board. Yeah, that's a good pick for them. Good upside guy. My my definition of Zaire Smith was. I think it was one of the ringer pods the other day and they were talking about Zyra Smith and how like cool great of a prospect he is. And they were talking about his athleticism and how high he can jump. And they're like, all right, so what else does he do? And they literally all just sit there and then they all start <laughs> laughing because they're like, well, it's just a good upset pick. That's my definition of Zyra Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like uh, he could be like Zach Levine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, I, he's definitely a great like long-term prospect. He's just got to like, Really, some people who have him in the top ten. That's that's different. It's a but, little high. Um, yeah, that's a little high. So uh, then twenty for Minnesota. I have them taking a Dante Divincenzo. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yes, I. Is this our first one that we've agreed on? Besides Aiton and Bagley. Yes. Yeah. Besides Aiton and Bagley, those are the only ones we agree on. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I just think uh, Jamal Crawford turning down that, turning down his uh, yeah. his option, I think is kind of a big deal. I think that's a big deal for them that as an organization, just how their players are dealing with playing together. <laughs> I, think, I think that's pretty telling because that's a team you want to stay on. It's not like they're going to yeah. lose any of these big guys. It's not like Jimmy Butler's a free agent or they're going to trade Carl Anthony Towns or anything like that. They're not going to lose any of those guys. So they're not really going to get – not thinking they're going to get worse. So you'd think Jamal Crawford wants to stick around, but he didn't. And, and it's so not now like he's going to opt out for a bigger payday. <laughs> yeah, right, right. He's he's now like rings now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, Dante DiVincenzo brings him some scoring punch. And uh, I think he might go higher. I've just heard all this yeah, stuff I, about I him. I love him. <laughs> Yeah, he's it seems awesome, like man. his stock has just risen so much. Okay, like, yeah, Utah. I have them taking Troy Brown. I have really no reason to do that, but I just <laughs> I have them taking Kata Bates' job. Oh, uh, I just realized I have Bates' job going twice. So let me just reset this real quick. Okay. Oh no, here we go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> keep going. I saw his name twice, and I was like. Yeah, I just I, I like the uh, potential Derek Favors replacement. It allows them to get a little bit more mobile as far as if you you know you bring in Bates Jop with this massive wingspan, he can kind of play that stretch four type of role, and that Favors would like attempted to play. And I, I just I like that fit. 
Yeah. Uh, Chicago at number 22. I have Mitchell Robinson going here because I didn't have them taking a uh... – oh, no, I did have them taking – yeah, I have Mitchell Robinson going here. Yeah, if they take a wing or something, I could definitely see him taking Robinson Dislow. Um, I haven't taken a big up top, so in return, I haven't taken Chandler Hutchison. Okay, there you go. Chandler Hutchison now off the board for you. Um, okay, with the 20, what are we, 23rd pick, Philadelphia, this is where I have Elliot Kobo going. Oh, that's a good pick, yeah. I have I have Holiday, so okay. Aaron, both point guards, yeah. Aaron Holiday sitting around in the green room for a little while. <laughs> yep, for a little bit. I think there's what 21 players invited or something. So this is 23. So that's not too bad. All right, number 20, 24, Portland. This is where I have Katie Bates' job going. Ooh, yeah, that's a good pick. He can learn from uh, Aminu. <laughs> he can learn uh, from Aminu, I've, and they need some wings. I have uh, Troy Brown. Okay, Troy Brown. It's interesting to me if they take a two because then then all the speculation, like the instant speculation would be like, are they going to split up the two guys? Are they going to split up Dame and CJ? Yeah. No, they're probably not. <laughs> LA, number 25, the Lakers. I have them taking Kevin Herter. I have no clue what the Lakers I know. I'm, yeah, I've followed all their stuff. And it, there's just this range of players is just so crazy. Like you could just see them going in any order. Yeah, it doesn't feel like I mean this or- at this point. You know. Okay, are we gonna get points between each other if X player ends up on X team, or does it have to be in the slot? Oh, that's a good point. So, like Wendell Carter, will we'll get I both. get points? Let's give us both. It, so, if it's okay. in the right slot, <laughs> we'll get it, and if it's on the team, we'll get it. If it's in the right slot, we get two points. But if it's on a team, at least the same tra- team, yeah. yeah. So like Wendell Carter to the Grizzlies, if it happens at seven, I still at least get a point. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, uh, I haven't taken Kyrie Thomas, Lakers. Okay, there you go. They could go anywhere. I have no clue what they're going to. do. I know, and they're so wide open. They can make a ton of trades. They could trade this pick. I mean, who knows? Yeah, Philadelphia. I haven't taken Melvin Frazier. Ooh, yes, that's not bad. No, he should fall. I know, but he's not going to. Um, I have uh, Philadelphia taking Jacob Evans. I like that pick for them, too. I really thought about doing that for them. I read tonight that he worked out for the Warriors twice. Interesting. Whoever the Warriors... All right, let's just put this bet down. Whoever the Warriors get at 20, 28, everyone's going to be like, oh, my gosh, what a great <laughs> pick. That's just stupid they ended up with them. They're the new Spurs in that sense. Oh, yeah, they are. So number uh, 27, this is where I have Jacob Evans going here to Boston. Sweet. Yeah, that's a heck of a Taking the Marcus Smart role. Yep. He's going to be a Maverick. With a much no, better shot. Um, I have him taken an Embiid insurance in Mitchell Robinson. Oh. You're not a believer in uh, Rashad Holmes? No. Replacing Embiid. <laughs> Golden State Warriors? This is the pick oh, that wait, everybody's no, going to no, be no. talking about. Wait. Yeah, Boston. We did Boston. Did that? No, I had I had Philly taking Jacob Evans. What did I just say? Yeah, I said yeah, something Philly about taking Jacob Evans and Boston taking Mitchell Robinson. Yes, I don't know why I said Embiid. That's why I was like confused looking at my list. Yes, <laughs> okay. I have Boston taking Mitchell Robinson. Okay. 
He's yeah. the Horford replacement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just long-term center guy they can play with. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Golden State Warriors at 28. The pick everyone will be talking about, and everybody will be like, ooh, this is a sneaky good pick. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Grayson MF Allen. That's who I have, too. <laughs> is that not a perfect team for him? <laughs> That's the perfect team for him. He can go there and be a jerk and be okay. Like... <laughs> Draymond's like, come underneath my wing. <laughs> and I'll trip you too. <laughs> oh, man. I will say it would be kind of scary if Golden State gets like Mitchell Robinson. Oh, yeah. That would be, oh. be kind of wild. And they like, it's like JaVale's replacement. Um, but yeah, I have Grayson Allen. <laughs> At 29, the Brooklyn Nets. I have uh, Dazan Musa. I'm not really sure how to pronounce that, but the uh, the I have the same wing. thing, so we'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Um, and then Atlanta, number thirty. I have our guy Josh Akoji. Yeah, I love Akoji. I haven't taken DeAnthony Melton. High on him. High thirty. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people really really like him. I saw there's this thing where you can. Uh, you you pay it's five dollars for a player four dollars for a player three dollars for two and one for certain yeah, players on tiers. I did this today. And yeah, I saw that you did it. Everybody was picking D'Anthony Melton. <laughs> yeah, because I, I picked like Luca Porter Bamba and then Herder and Melton. Yeah, that was a good team. I'm ready for that for sure. But. There you go. Those are our mock drafts. I'll probably post them with the uh, the Mavs Moneyball article. So if you guys want to go and check that out. Um, and look at them as you're waiting oh so patiently for the draft. I really hope that like 12 trades have happened uh, by the time oh, yeah. you listen to this and everything, and this is wrong. Everybody's going to come at me from a SGA at six to Orlando. And Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh, yeah, they will too. They're all going to come at you and me for making the trade and sending <laughs> Porter to Memphis. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Hasn't he gone through enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to No. What happens, Nick? What happens on draft night? What we think will happen on draft night. I think they draft Mo Bamba at five. Okay. So if they – okay. Just kidding. They're going to trade up either with Atlanta or Memphis, and they're coming away with Luka Doncic. There is no way the Mavericks leave tonight without Luka Doncic in a Mavs draft cap. I will echo the same thing. I think, I think Luka Doncic will be a Maverick on Thursday night. Why didn't you put him um, in your draft then? Because you didn't, you didn't think we could do trades. At five, yes. I, if, if we're at five, I think Jaron Jackson is there at five. Yeah. So if we pick at five, I think Jaron Jackson is a Maverick. If we, But if you're telling me who is going to be a Maverick Thursday night, I will say Luka Doncic. Let's go, guys. I'm so ready. But don't but don't be heartbroken. Be heartbroken. Don't, Put your heart into it. This is what sports is all about. This is what being a fan is. You are a fanatic. You are a fan of the Mavericks. MFFL, Mavs fan for life. That's everything. That's all of your heart and soul. Put it into this pick. Because this is your future. This is the future of the Mavericks, and they should not take it lightly, and they will not. They will walk away with Luka Doncic. I'm ready. My body is ready. I'm ready for it to be over. <laughs> I'm, ready to see, I'm ready to see who's going to be a Maverick. I'm, I'm going to be happy either way. I've said all along, 
Wendell Carter at five will take me a little bit of time um, to get around on, but still, that we're gonna have a heck of a player. I think I'm almost, I'm almost more intrigued to who we're gonna get at thirty three. <laughs> I'm in a weird way, Stop. like I'm super. Like, I just want to see we're gonna get thirty three, and they can be a player. And it's just the trades, man. We just want to see all the trades that's gonna happen, and yeah. I'm excited just to see how we're going to be tomorrow. We're going to record. I'm assuming we're going to record tomorrow night. Same way we did last year. If you guys are day ones, you know that we recorded right after. We just sat in the old number seven where everybody is, and we just recorded our thoughts and feelings. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it should it should be a super fun night, guys. So the next time you hear from us, there will be a new Dallas Maverick. Unless there's a big trade that's not a draft-related trade, then we will probably do an emergency one. That is true. That is true. If the Mavericks do something crazy. But depending on the time, we could wait. So If the Mavericks trade up before the start of the draft tomorrow, at like noon, it comes out the Mavericks have yeah, traded up Yeah, we'll do like a three. quick one. A quick emergency pod. Yeah, there you go. That's our promise to you. We right, made guys. it. We made it to the draft, Isaac. We made it. Now what Catch are we going to talk about side. for the rest of the summer? <laughs> 2019 draft? Oh, Boogie Cousins. <laughs> oh, gosh. Please no. Jabari Parker. Julius Randle. I haven't heard Jabari's name forever. But I haven't even like processed free agency yet. Let's no, just get yeah, past this either. draft and work with it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>